2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this extra-weekly episode of Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, or what we're calling DBQs. On DBQs, myself, comedian writer and occasional actor, Dane Baptiste, my producer friend Howard Cohen, a.k.a. Dehiza... Hello. ...are going to be delving into some things that have happened in this week's news.
0: That's
1: right, Dane. We're going to delve into some of the biggest things going on on this show. And one of the things going on this week is the general being of Harry Styles... Dane, what have you found out this week about Harry Styles? Because he has been the subject of much discussion. So
2: here we saw that Harry Styles, a former member of uh, One Direction, Mm. um, uh, is now a solo artist who released an album called Harry's House, which uh, was the recipient of Album of the Year at the 65th Grammy Awards that Mm. were held at the Crypto.com Arena. Um, Now, during his acceptance speech, He uh, referenced the fact that he said, um, uh, this doesn't happen to people like me very often. And this has led to a massive amount of backlash from people (laughs) who are incredulous at the um, meaning of his term. People like me that do this very often or win things like this very often. Is he referring to former members of boy bands Hmm. or is he referring to white cisgender heterosexual men? who tend to win a lot of things Mm. um so it's led to a lot of backlash from people because he was in the category for album of the year alongside kendrick lamar uh beyonce Mm. adele and uh bad bunny if i am to believe the grimace on saffron's face he doesn't seem like the most deserved winner and um i'm also aware that uh any anti-beyonce narrative could mean the end of my career
1: (laughs) Well, we do one thing about that—that <laughs> that list of names for that category. I mean, that is a very different. Uh, a diff- that is a lot of different people who I would I would struggle to compare their work personally. I mean, yeah, but that, that's just, like, just making. I'm not saying I'm not defending yeah. what he said. I'm just pointing out comparing Kendrick to, to Harry Styles or to Adele i don't i think your awards have a problem
2: yeah i mean definitely but then the awards have always had a problem and i think kendrick is a good basis for us to discuss the issue of the grammys i mm. think historically people have forgotten that the grammys have been known for being uh somewhat discriminatory in mm. terms of the plaudits they give to particular acts uh it uh, was known for a very long time that uh prolific acts uh, or artists such as will smith and jazzy jeff as well as uh, jay-z had routinely boycotted the grammys for refusing to uh, televise the winner of the Rap Album of the Year category. Um, Further controversy also uh, took place when Kendrick Lamar was nominated for Good Kid, Mad City and the award went to uh, rapper Macklemore. And I think it was a unanimously understood decision amongst hip-hop culture and music in general that Kendrick Lamar should have been the recipient at the time. Hmm. Um, So, yeah, I think for me it's not surprising. And I think for a very long time, there have been uh, discussions amongst, uh, particularly within the genre of hip hop and maybe R and B for people to stop looking to um, award bodies like the Grammys to give plaudits where they are due because historically they have been known for even marginalizing uh, creatives and artists of color. um, And they've also been known for uh, elevating more mediocre acts in the position which they don't necessarily deserve. And I say that because me personally, i've i've got nothing against harry styles as a person
1: uh never met him i have yeah i met him once this is my only harry styles story uh and uh i went to the bbc uh i got a pilot which was an exciting bit of life mm-hmm. uh as you know and then i came back and there was some bloke in my seat uh and so i sat on the other side of the desk i didn't want to be rude and i sat opposite him and i said the news to everyone, and like, oh that's really good yeah i was like yeah, that's good. Yeah, i sat down and i was like hello to this book and i was like yeah i recognize that guy really p- p- plates him and he was reading a book i had uh on my uh <laughs> on my on my desk it was like about uh, how to be creative mm-hmm. and he said oh you read this book and i was like yeah yeah it's, it's a good book and he's like yeah i left you a note just because I, I kind of uh just thought you know you might like this other book that's about creativity i was like oh nice one mate thank you uh not really thinking about it. And then I realised when he got up, I was like, oh, it's Harry Styles. Uh, and he walked off to the, go to his meeting. And i still got that little post-it note And what did, in what the did book. It, what did it say? It said, it said recommended another book about creativity. And I, I kind of thought to myself, because of that instance, like that literally that one instance since tiny interaction with, yeah. a, with a world famous celebrity, yeah. uh, that he was a nice bloke because he, you know, had no ego or any kind of, you know negativity in my life in that moment he just sat there did his thing so said oh, i recommend this I was like, oh nice one uh, all right take care mate yeah, interesting, <laughs> interesting
2: story i mean interesting story i tell you from my perspective it sounds like a very believable story because i definitely believe that harry styles would have to read two books on how to be creative because he's <laughs> mediocre as fuck and i think for me and i think for a lot of people that uh have uh, been involved in this backlash i think a large amount of it is based on the fact that yeah we seem to see this pathological behavior of rewarding straight white men for a lot of mediocrity because you know and this, he's not unique to this in this category himself but i couldn't tell you that there's any particular genre of music or any particular song that harry styles has spearheaded and had any, any stand-up performance on um he's not really known for writing songs or composing songs he's not really known for much for his vocal talent to be quite honest with you because to be quite honest uh with the exception, with a few notable exceptions like Alexandra Burke or Leona Lewis, very few people go and join uh, boy bands that are formed on X Factor uh, if they believe in the integrity and in the uh, their own uh, musical ability.
1: We'll be back after this. Welcome back to the
2: show. Well, I guess I think it's not really about Harry Styles himself. It's more the Harry Styles machine, Mm. which to me is no different to the Miley Cyrus machine, or, well, maybe different to the Miley Cyrus machine, but it's no different to the Justin Bieber machine, where I feel like there is an enormous uh, drive and an enormous amount of investment made by uh, record companies Mm. to um, change the aesthetic of music and to also rest um, creative control from artists who are a little bit more discerning mm. because you know for some reason everyone felt like mclemore for example previously at the grammys should have won best rap album and today when's the last time you heard somebody mention Macklemore?
1: Mm.
0: it's been a while yeah it
2: it, it's been more than you think because no one mentioned him during the pandemic so that's already two years mm. that no one's really spoken about him if you can name another song other than thrift shop anyone
1: uh i can but I would have to go and look at my Spotify to remember. And I them. bet it's
2: a song. Is it a song about same-sex marriage?
1: <laughs> no. nope. Well, there you no, go. No, but I can. I can, and I, can do it. And I'm, I'm sure. Won't.
2: I'm sure that definitely helped his chances for winning a Grammy. But it's like yeah. very strange that he's not been
1: vocal about that uh, since. I mean, I enjoy the work of uh, Kendrick Lamar. I enjoy the work. Can't hold us is the song that I was thinking of uh just in case you care um <laughs> oh that's the song with um is it yeah. john legend uh, no
2: no it's not got john Lennon, right? but it's got it's got the vocalist at the end with the piano thing right
1: yeah it's pretty good i thought it was pretty good yeah. ray dalton is the,
2: yeah that's is, it's is the guy you
1: know, it's i thought it. it was a pretty good exactly song. So, um it, 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 it's a kind of weird thing awards it kind of throws up these conflicts it happened many times right i mean that's why kanye a black, woman hasn't, a gra-
2: a black woman hasn't won the grammy for best album of the year mm. in two decades hmm. is who's is that great great question But I mean, when you try to when you but when you take that into account, when you consider you know the meteoric Hmm. success of and ongoing success of artists like Beyonce, the amazing uh, success of artists like Rihanna, you look at like the work that Lizzo has Hmm. done. Like when you consider the emergence of uh, you know song rappers like uh, Nicki Minaj, Hmm. to 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 find out that a black woman has not won Hmm. a Grammy for best album, you know in a post Lauren Hill world yeah. where she scooped like 7 very very problematic very problematic with the grammys
1: and and you know i think there's project problems with awards generally i mean the brit's have gone from having male and female categories to just having one category which is having issues right
2: as well as for, as well as merging both the pop and r&b categories into mm. one category in which Harry Styles is, uh, also nominated. And I'll be honest, this again seems like a very dubious attempt by the, uh, system at large to try and whitewash, um, genres of, uh, black origin. Mm. Because let's not get it fucked up. The whole boy band blueprint that is followed to this day began with the Jacksons. Yeah. And since the Osmonds and the Partridge family record labels have been trying to whitewash these aesthetics for many, many years in the same way that Michael Jackson being the king of pop, there have been entire machines that have gone behind trying to whitewash that and try to uh, place, you know, white straight men in that position. But I'm going to let you know um, now, Justin Bieber will never be as good as Michael Jackson and neither will Harry Styles. You know why? You want to know why? Because what it took for Michael Jackson to be that good, if someone else's dad did what Joe Jackson did to the Jacksons and they was a white kid, they would be taken away by CPS. It is illegal to treat straight white men the way that the Jacksons were treated to make them as good Mm -hmm. as they are. I'm not saying what Joe Jackson did was right at all, but definitely made his children into the finished article. And there are legal practices in place, which means you can't do that to white children. So they're not allowed to be that good because they would be taken away by social services. And that's one of the reasons why they'll never be that good. But also because of the fact that like, just you know, it's a very different level of talent nowadays. Mm -hmm. But I just think, you know, I should make it very clear that the issue is not really about Harry Styles as an individual. Hmm. It's more about the machine that has continually attempted to try and whitewash the aesthetic of popular music.
1: And just to finish on a kind of regaling with you with some of the the the, the best, uh this is this is the list I found here of only eleven black artists of one album of the year at the Grammy. So let's let's remember these really good albums, right? You up for this? So we got three examples from stevie wonder 74 75 and 77 you've got inner visions you've got fulfillingness and you've got songs in the key of life those what? are some badass fucking albums guys yeah if you don't know songs in the key of life we're talking a double album that's an amazing album the really good album. next one michael jackson 1984 thriller don't need to say anything else
2: well you do because ever since that ever since he got that grammy see no one called michael jackson a child molester until 1984 <laughs> and then it was only after he got that Grammy. Yeah, I've got like, a long the, list. Let's go through like this list.
1: Nineteen eighty-five, Lionel Richie, "Can't Slow Down." Well done, Lionel. Nineteen ninety-one, Quincy Jones for "Back on the Block." Not an album that I'm particularly familiar with, exactly. but that won a Grammy. Uh, Nineteen ninety-two, Natalie Cole with one uh, for "Unforgettable with Love." Nineteen ninety-four, can you guess? Ninety-four or oh, ninety-four would have been. It's a big one. <sighs> Was it Will Smith again? No, it's Whitney Houston with The Bodyguard. And oh, in 1999, yeah. Lauren Hill for The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Mm. And in 2004, Outcast for Speakerbox. And the Love Below. And then uh, apparently Herbie Hancock won it in um, 2008. So well done, Tim. But there you go. So th- there is some um, lovely memories of when uh, some great black artists did win. Best yeah but when you years. talk
2: about the 90s how, how we're talking about almost 30 years ago so that's i'm kind of, just was, i'm just i'm just reading a list an entire g- generation but yeah. then the thing is like you know when you think like 11 artists have won and there's been 65 grammys when you look at the anthology of black music and how much has influenced western civilization mm. like i'll say this again just not to you but for anybody sure. who has any qualms about this you the entirety of western music has been scored by black people you don't believe me you know what you call music without black people? Eurovision. Yeah? And you only take that seriously once a fucking year, people. Okay? People in Europe do Eurovision because they want the chance of having a career. People in the West, and in America, or even in the UK, do Eurovision when there are no other options available. And the reason why Eurovision is just white music without black people involved is because if it was really Eurovision, it would be Eurovision countries. But Israel and Australia are also in a Eurovision song contest, which means it's just about European people. And let's be honest, European people, we both know that there's no real longevity in Eurovision artists. Black people make music palatable in this part of the world. Yeah? Don't believe me? Think of your favourite white artist, even some of them who have been mentioned in these Grammar nominations. And look at one of their live performances. And when you're doing that, whether it's Harry Styles or Adele or any white person that you can think of, Amy Winehouse, all of the white legends and blue-eyed solstices, look behind them and look at their back in dun- singers and their backing dancers and tell me what color they are. Because I bet you, you won't find one of them with three white backing singers. I finished my point.
1: And that's DBQs you've been listening to dane baptiste questions everything hosted by dane baptiste and myself howard cohen for more from dane and myself make sure you follow us on instagram at dane and at the howard cohen you can now support us on patreon just search dbqe podcast and unlock ad free content and you can watch the full length video of the podcast Please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. If you have a question for Dane, make sure you send us a DM on Instagram at podcast, and we could feature you in our next episode. Thanks for listening, guys. And remember, question everything. Insanity Group.